Obviously, we win the Mama jerseys. Never want to lose in these jerseys. Never want to lose at all. But that's a hell of a team. They're going to keep fighting. They fall all the way to the last shot. You know, that, we know that's what they're going to do. You know, they, they, they're a team that's proven it this entire playoff series. You know, their entire playoff run. So, you know, hats off to them. But, you know, we want to come in and do what we got to do. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chit Chat Unfiltered. It's your host, Chindu Amanu. Happy Monday. New week, new blessings, new opportunities. Let's get after it. You guys just heard a snippet from the great Anthony Davis. AD on the way. <laughs> Woo! Link showing up, though. Let's go. Yesterday, game two of the Western Conference Finals, Lakers got the dub and a narrow and a close one, 105-103, to 103, off a buzzer beater by Anthony Davis. Going to get into that a little later. AD on the night had 31 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks, 1 steal, plus minus a plus 8 from the field. Braun followed up with 26, had a big first half, kept us in the game, finished with 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Has six turnovers, though, so that's not good. Um, DG chipped in with 11. KCP chipped in with 11. Dwight Howard. No, Kyle Kuzma with eight off the bench. So overall, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Uh, 44% from the field, 36% from three. But from the free throw line, we only missed one, which is great. Have to do better with, tur- uh, with turnovers, though. We had 23 turnovers on the night. But we had seven blocks, though, which was huge. Nine steals also, which was great. Um... Yeah, this game started off, it was a sloppy start for both teams. I mean, we were, for the Lakers, we were 0 for 8. Like I said, Braun kept us afloat, scored the first seven points for us, going three or four from the field. Denver takes a quick timeout. They're up three with 6.49 left, and nobody scored for us until Danny Green, 4.30 left. I put out a tweet yesterday, called 911 on Danny Green. To report a robbery, he robbed the Lakers of $30 million. I don't know why in the world we give him $30 million. I think he gassed us off his Toronto championship and his reputation for being a 3 and D guy. I don't know where the three went, though. If anybody could find Danny Green's shot, please bring it back to him ASAP. We need that, especially if we're going to make it to the finals. We need Danny Green to be a sniper. I don't know what happened to his shot, but that thing is broken. So Danny Green put us ahead by two, and then we go on an 18-3-1 run. And in that time span, we forced seven Denver turnovers. Denver ended up going six for 17 from the field at this point, and we're up 10. Quick 10 with 144 left in the first. So at the end of the first, some things that I noticed was that we it was just, like I said, an awful offensive quarter on both sides. But the, us Lakers, we managed to build a lead thanks to bronze 12 points. Dang near perfect from the field, 5-7. You know, and the AD, AD started to get it going towards the end of the quarter. Six points. Uh, Yeah, he had six points after the first quarter. He had back-to-back buckets, which helped us go on a run. And our defense, you know, credit to our defense. Our defense, you know, has been solid, solid for the most part, especially on Jokic in the first quarter. Last game, we allowed Jokic to get hot early, and that's why Denver had a... Uh, not only did they give us 38 in the in the first quarter, but Jokic had a great 
in game one, he had like, a, I think like 11 points in the first quarter alone, almost perfect from the field. But this time around, he was only three or nine from the field. You know, and that's why we were able to get out of the first quarter with an eight point lead. So in the second quarter, Kyle Kuzma, a guy I've been saying, a guy who like the word, the word is still out on the verdict is still out on, on Kyle Kuzma. We don't know yet. We don't know if he's going to, if he's our, I can't even call him our, our third best player. Because he's still not giving us the 15 to 20 points that we need from him. He's still not giving us that consistent play that we need from him. You know, in the second quarter, he had three turnovers, which helped Denver go on a 5-0 run to cut the lead down to four. So we have to call timeout very early into the second quarter. And we're only up four. And Denver's bench was giving us giving us the work. At that point, they have to, in, uh, going into halftime, they gave us... 24 points to our 12 off the bench. You know, and our defense was was bad in the second. You know, we're letting the second unit uh, run loose without without Jokic going in, without yeah, without Jokic being in the lineup or Murray being in the lineup. You know, we gave up 15 points in the first 5 minutes, which helped Denver start to get back into the game. So we call a timeout, AD and Dwight come in, and we immediately turn up the defensive intensity. That's Dwight Howard, that's a three-time defensive player of the year. AD, you already know what you're going to get from AD, second in defensive player of the year voting. AD's a hound on, on defense. He can guard positions one through five, guard the pick and roll very well, always lurking at the basket ready to get a block. So they come in. And the defensive intensity immediately turns up. You know, the steal, the steal, we had a couple of steals. There was one in particular, though, that led to a Caruso hammer. Air Caruso. Caruso. Shout out to Caruso, man. This is a guy that was undrafted who balled out in the summer league and G League and got called up. And from there, he's been making the most of his opportunity. So shout out to, shout out to Caruso. Caruso has been huge for us. You know, we're missing... Like I said, we're missing AB, our our best perimeter defender, might be our best defender. Actually, no, AD is our best defender. Second best defender. We lost him because he opted out of the restart. So we're giving guys like Caruso his minutes. And Caruso, Caruso's playing well. I mean, we gave Caruso 29 minutes yesterday. He gave us nine points, two steals, one block, two rebounds. Three or six from the field, not bad for a role player. So Caruso is giving us quality production off the bench. He's taking the defensive assignments. You see him on Murray, Hacklin Murray. Um, Morris is the um the backup point guard, Hacklin and him. Caruso, man, that kid, that kid, and he could fly too. You know, I was trying to figure out. I'm like, why are they gassing Caruso so much? But Caruso. I see why. Caruso has definitely raised the intensity. He's been a spark off the bench. You know, his hammer helped us go on a 9-1 run. Denver has to call a timeout. And by this point, we're up 11. We have 24 points in the paint to Denver's 12. And that was a big reason why we had a lead going into the half. Not only did Braun keep us afloat, but we were working the ball inside. You know, Jokic isn't really that good of a defender. He's kind of slow. Paul Millsap is old, so... We're really just bullying them inside, and we're having our way inside. 
And we're also perfect from the free throw line to end the half. That's something that really st stood out to me. We're one of the worst free throw shooting teams in the league. So the fact that we were perfect from the line, that was a great sign moving forward. For us to win a championship, we got to make sure we're knocking them down at the line. Because when you have guys like AD and Braun, they're getting fouled almost every on every possession. So they're going to the line a bunch of times. So they're going to have to knock down those shots, especially Braun. But at the end of the half, Braun is pacing us. He had 20 points, 8 of 11 from the field. Great energy from our vets, Rondo and Howard. Howard immediately comes in and starts bullying Jokic. Rondo immediately comes in and, be, and be, becomes a playmaker, dishes the ball, throw, throwing lobs to Braun, throwing lobs to Dwight Howard. Like, man, playoff Rondo is different. Playoff Rondo is definitely different. Caruso was huge for us. So we, we have a 10-point lead going in the half. And at the end of the half, I'm like, all right, AD only has nine points. That's unlike AD at all. So I'm going to need AD to turn up. And guess what AD did in the second half? AD turned up. 22 points in the second half. Third quarter and AD took over. He got us going. He's hitting pull-up J's. He's dishing the rock. And by that point, we're up 16 with eight minutes left. Then Denver goes on a quick 6-0 run to bring the lead back down to 10. Thanks to, thanks to Joker and Murray. You know, Joker scurring, scoring, I said scurring, scoring, dishing the ball. Like I said, Joker is the best passing big man in basketball. You know, now the conversation is, all right, is Joker the best big man in basketball? I'm not too sure because when we're talking big men, are we talking only fives or are we talking four or fives? Because if we're talking four and fives, um, I would like to put my vote in as AD being the best big man. You saw what AD, you saw what AD's been doing the past two games. He had 37, 37 and 11 first game. Tonight he finished with 31 and 9. So I don't I don't know. If we're talking four or five, I'm giving it to AD. But if we're talking strictly five, then okay, I can see that. Because Embiid, Embiid still has some work to do. Embiid has to learn how to turn it on and keep it on. And B and B goes on and off. There's no reason why Embiid shouldn't be one of the most dominant players in the league, if not the most dominant. But he doesn't play like it sometimes. So because of recency bias, people are probably going to lean towards Joker, and he's had more playoff success than Embiid. But um, that's definitely a conversation I'd, I'd be willing to get into. But I, I think I, I think I would go with Jokic on that one. But anyway, yeah, Joker by with his passing gets them back into it, and Mur Murray's tough, man. Murray has definitely put people on notice this playoffs. You know, he's had his games in the past where it's like, all right, this kid could be something, but we don't know yet. But I think after this playoffs, Murray's definitely gonna, going to get a lot more respect in the league. You know, he could definitely be competing for an all-star spot next year. I could definitely see that. It's going to be hard, though, you know, in, in, because in the West, you have the Splash Bros coming back. You still have Dame, you still have Harden and Russ, um, CP3, Resurgence. So it's going to be hard for him to get get a spot in the West, but I mean, he could definitely be competing for a spot next year if all if all goes well. So yeah, we're we're they cut the lead down to 10 with 6:49 left. And we just played the majority of the third quarter terrible. I mean, 
AD gave us 12 points, which was huge, but we were outscored by 12 in the last eight minutes of the quarter. We had way too many defensive breakdowns and errors on offense. 20 turnovers after three, which is way too much. And because of that, we were, we let Denver get back in into the game with four. They they were uh, only down four. You know, Denver Denver's a team that you can't give them any hope of confidence. And they're fine playing from behind. They've been doing it all playoffs. First series down 3-1 on the Jazz, end up winning in seven. Well, we already know what happened to the Clippers. Nuggets were down 3-1 and came back and won that series. So this is a team that you have to put them away. And we're letting the lead slowly slip away from us. So we go into the fourth and Denver is just, we're going back and forth with Denver. I mean, it was a close quarter. Denver scored 25, we scored 23. Because Denver was just Denver was just getting after it. Their role players, P.J. Dozier, coming off the bench, undrafted guy. He was having his way out there. Michael Porter Jr. was giving them quality production off the bench. Had fifteen off the bench. So this quarter was going. This quarter was going back and forth. Towards the end, Joker scored eleven straight for them. Joker Joker was kind of bullying AD. Was kind of bullying AD um down there. I I will say that. I definitely will say that. So we're going back and forth. Joker and AD trading buckets, and we find ourselves down one. So I'm like, ah, okay. We can't let Denver tie this series, cause then this will be a series. We gotta we gotta put these dudes away. We can't we can't lose in these Mamba jerseys. I won't allow it. I would have came in, I would have came on this podcast with a different kind of energy if we lost in the Mamba jerseys. So thank God we didn't. And Brown was kind of shaky down the stretch. I'm just gonna call it how it is. He was huge for us in the first half. I will say that. 20 points in the first half kept us afloat. We would have been down 20 easy if it weren't for Brown, especially in that first quarter, because nobody had it going. But let's call it what it is. Braun airballed at three, then slipped and fell in crunch time. Thank God for AD. Thank God we traded for AD. Hit two big threes when it mattered. We're down one. Ball comes to AD. Buzzer beater. Bang. Call game. And he yelled Kobe after two. I love the ending. Mamba jersey. Hit a buzzer beater and you yell Kobe. I love that. AD. AD is going to have to be huge for us if we, if we plan on winning a championship this year. I'm telling you, AD has to be that guy for us. This is what we need from AD. 30 and 10, almost every night. 30 and 10. This is what he wanted. He wanted to come compete for a championship. Well, there you got it. Two games away from the NBA Finals. Let's put Denver away. I don't even want Denver winning the game. Because if Denver wins a game, we're in trouble. Because this is, a, this is a, res, a resilient team. It's a resilient bunch. But man, I was at work and when AD hit that shot, I woo, I couldn't scream because I had to keep it professional. But I just got up and, and stretched my hands out. I had all my Laker, my Laker hoodie and everybody in the workplace was laughing. They knew what time it was. And I was like, yeah, I'm getting ready to sweep these boys. Bring the brooms out. Halfway there. Halfway there. <laughs> so... That was a big shot by AD though. Way for like props to him for getting it going when it mattered. Being clutch in the clutch. That's what we need. 
LeBron is shaky in the clutch. We need AD to take us home. But thank you, Bron, for keeping us going in that first half because we could have easily been down. So, yeah, no, game three, We this is a must win for us. I'm telling you. Can't let Denver get back in this. Cannot let Denver get back in this. But overall, I'm glad with what I saw. Man, this is playoff basketball. I love it. Shout out to AD. AD on the way. Thank God we traded for him, man. Hopefully he resigns too. Keep in mind, people, AD is a free agent after this season, but I really think he's going to resign. I, shoot, I, I pray to God he resigns because we just threw away the future to win now. So I just, I just hope we, I just hope he, he resigns. We need that. But yes, I think they should wear the Mamba jerseys every single, actually, no, not that, not yeah, I think they should wear every single game in the finals. Please. I would love that. I would love that. But anyway, so now we're up 2-0. Game two. No, game three tomorrow. Nine o'clock on TNT. Should be a good one. Definitely important. We have to we have to get off to a better start this time around. Um, we have to make sure that we're taking care of business early. Uh, we can't just rely on Braun. Everybody has to get going. That's what's been the the positive for us in the past couple of games. You know, our role players have been stepping up. Guys like Rondo, guys like Howard, guys like Caruso, their product Kuzma. Their production has to be a little better. Even Markeith Morris, he didn't score yesterday. You know, when we've had big games from Keith, we usually do well. When our supporting cast comes to play, we usually do well. So gotta get it going. Definitely have to get it going. I'm going to take a quick break, get a word from our sponsors, and then I'm going to wrap up this episode. I'm going to preview game, what is it, game four? Yes, game four of the Eastern Conference Finals, which is on Wednesday. They got a couple of days off so they can uh, be, in, be in line with the Western Conference Finals. So I'm definitely going to preview that and then wrap this show up. So hit uh, stay tight. And let's hear from our sponsors. Welcome back to Chin Chat Unfiltered. Like I said, game four between Boston and Miami on Wednesday should be a big one. Miami currently leads the series 2-0. They got off to a, no, 2-1, sorry. They got off to a 2-0 start, though. And then Boston came back to win the game, uh, game three. After big games from Jalen Brown, who led the way for them, 26 points. Tatum followed with 25, Kimba gave them 24, and Marcus Smart gave them 20. I always said this. I said, you know, Boston is a dangerous team because they have four guys that can give you 20 or more. Granted, instead of Smart, to me, it's Hayward, but Hayward, he just came back from injury, but his presence was felt out there. He His stat line doesn't prove it, but his presence was definitely felt felt out there. He was making the right plays. He had six points, five rebounds, four assists, three steals. So he he made his presence be known. He he um Brad Stevens gave him 31 minutes yesterday. No, not yesterday, on um on Saturday. The the Celtics let Miami get back into it towards the end, but Boston was able able to pull away and run away with this one. So I think Boston just has to come out aggressively. Because the first two games, they were up, and then they blew the leads. 
So they have to take care of leads and just come out aggressively like they've been doing. Boston is the most the more talented team. You know, Miami, they're just great on the defensive end. They know how to pull the zone out on people. So um, Boston has to make sure they, they're able to combat, combat that zone. They were able to in game three, though, which was good. Like, still not the best way, but, you know, they did it better than game one and two, especially game two. Like, game two, they just... They just blew up in the second quarter. I mean, the second half. Like, it, it was awful. They had a 17-point lead. I thought the game was over. So, what I'm going to be looking for also is guys like Jimmy Butler. Like, you can't wait till the fourth quarter to turn it on. You know, you have to get it going early. Like, you're the team's best player. You're the number one option. So, when the team's not getting it going early, when your leading score, your leading score for the um, for the playoffs, Goron, isn't getting it going they're putting JB and Marcus Smart on him, which is great, instead of Kimba, because he was, hate to say it, but he was cooking Kimba. So when he's not getting it going, you have to get it going. You know, Bam Bam had a Bam had a solid game for them. Bam Bam had a solid game for them. They, he had 27 points, 16 rebounds. Um, but like I said, yeah, Jimmy Butler needs to get it going. Only 17 points. He only he started getting it going late. You know, I like to see Jimmy around 20, 20 to 25. So Game four is going to be pivotal. If if Boston could tie this series up, then we have a series. I said Boston in seven, so I'm not going to jump ship. But I I, I think I think I think it would be a great series. Um, I think Boston gets this this W, and I think they tie it up, and then we go to a crazy game five where anything can happen. And teams who win game five, I think they win the series. I want to say seventy five percent of the time, like seventy five percent to eighty, one of those forgot which one it was but basically if you win game five you're more than likely going to win the series so that game is on wednesday so we have another game of the western conference finals lakers are currently up 2-0 game three will be tomorrow at nine on tnt and then boston miami is going to be I don't know the time, but it's going to be on espn on wednesday i want to say it's at 8 30 so make sure make sure you tune into that but as always, you guys have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Chin Chat Unfiltered, you can catch it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Thank you for tuning in, all. God bless you all. Have a great week. Chin Chat out.